Well, I can't say I'm not rusty in all things. Um, today was the first day of Enbicon, our local gaming convention. I'm very happy to have a gaming convention in the local area. I'd like to see more games of more varieties run at this convention. And following the standard advice, the best way to see something like that happen is to make it happen yourself. So... I've, for several years, run different variations on different games. I've run a lot of Fate versions of games and some weird creations I've made myself. I think I ran a Cortex Plus version, or I built a whole Cortex version. Knew I didn't have time for that this year. So last year, I took a chance. I did run one of those. But I also ran a game called Brindlewood Bay. Brindlewood Bay's basic concept, if you're not familiar, is that... uh, Basically, take Murder, She Wrote and add a Call of Cthulhu spin to it in some ways. Little old ladies investigating crimes and occasionally strange Chthonic horrors appear. Tonight's uh, scenario, in case you're interested, is delightfully entitled Decorative Gore Season. <laughs> it is. Uh, it was a delightful scenario, and I'm much happier with how I was able to run this game than the previous um, originally slotted for three hours, seven to 10. Um, we really didn't get started until about seven thirty. Now one caveat, I only had two instead of a minimum of three players and the same two players are probably going to join me tomorrow night for public access. Another car from Brindlewood game. Um, I knew both the players. Uh, that's not uncommon for people I know will play games with me, but, uh, uh, it's hard for someone who doesn't know the game and doesn't know me to jump in. Although I'd love to see more people take chances. I usually play uh, games that I don't know. That's one of the reasons I love conventions. It's also nice to play with uh, people I don't know. So even if it's a game I'm familiar with, I played uh, Call of Cthulhu two years ago, I think it was, with a group of people, most of whom I didn't know. Well, I knew not barely. Uh, I don't think I'd run, played with that that keeper before but uh the tonight i finally saw the full potential of what uh brindlewood bay can offer um because it is a very peculiar i've talked about it before i didn't want to you know drone on too much about it plus it's close to one o'clock in the morning because of course it is um but it's it's a mystery game in which the mystery is solved by the players trying to figure out and collect together uh, a myriad number of evocative and sometimes contradictory clues. And what's amazing to me is when you're able to give out the clues and you're going to, as a GM or a keeper, you're going to subtly influence how those clues come out. You're going to try to read the read the assumptions that people have made, read the assumptions the players have made, and try to um, uh, basically try to try to fit the clues into whatever they're they're building, and then they too will turn around and go, well, okay. Um, sometimes the clues you you put in there to reinforce certain things. Sometimes the clues you put in to to uh, to not reinforce them. Uh, for example, there was a in this particular scenario, there's a possibility of two different sets of books being found for business. Uh, one showing that the business has been essentially siphoning off money to a different project. The other one, the normal set of books, which still show that the business is in danger. And um, 
I chose to place the ones, you know, uh, the one that was um, hinting at uh, the mispropriety as being possibly a business plan, a speculation of what might be done, an analysis of what might be done, as opposed to, uh, you know, a, a set of double-dealing books. Um, and the interesting thing is you can also, I'm also getting more flexible in how I introduce clues and how I interpret clues, uh, and how, how, um, those clues will, um, turn into the, I guess, turn into fitting the narrative. I'm trying not to fit the narrative, but I'm trying to also fit the narrative. I don't want to dictate what the murder or the mystery is. Um, but I also don't want to. Um, leave them completely aimless. I don't want to make each clue so independent that none of them fit together. Uh, and yet I don't want to leave them so vague that they fit together any which way. There's, there's no direction whatsoever. Anyway, the full potential came out. Um, I again only had two players. We spent, uh, the game ran five hours, which went very, very quickly. Um, oh, well, closer to four, closer to, no, actually, I think it was a full five hours. We ended at midnight. Um, character creation takes a bit of time, and I really wanted to ground the the characters a bit more. I wanted to ground and introduce all the NPCs. I did it much more systematically than I have in the past, um, and I really, I really thought it went well. Um, it was fun, and in the end, I got to make a really creepy twist on it all. I took back the narrative control um, after they had confronted the villain. And uh, had revealed a connection to the deeper mystery that's going on. And so I took back the narrative control and made it grimly, grim and gory. It was, it was fantastic. Um, that's the only game um, for me today. Um, tomorrow I should be running again. Well, I'll be running my game in the evening, hopefully again. Public access. I have to, I have to learn that one better. I have never run it before. Um, and I have to, and I have a game earlier in the day. Um, and then I think the game that I was going to play on Sunday may have gotten canceled. So I don't know if I have anything to do on Sunday, but I really want to participate in every way if I can. So, um, it's a matter of, of, um, I don't know, a matter of, of kind of the principle of the thing. I've tried to help them out with different things in the past. We tried to do panels at one point. We tried to do, um, you know, special programming, you know, that sort of stuff never really panned out. I'm a little disappointed to see more too many more board games than role playing games. Um, I really want to make sure the hobby gets supported, and I know that board games are easier in many ways, but they aren't necessarily better because they're easier. You know, the balancing factor of a more in depth game, uh, a more complicated set of things going on, a opportunity to role play, which you don't get from board games. Um, I I really feel like that's an important um, part to reinforce. Um, but like many things in my life, uh, I want to have a better design for it all. I just don't have it. <laughs> so it's, it's an odd balance. In any case, I wanted to record a few thoughts, uh, and my, really my satisfaction with, with, uh, Brenda Wood Bay. I, I, I would love to run that more often, um, instead of once a year. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever get a chance to run it more often. Uh, I still have a, my own game to get back in in uh in progress in in a couple of weeks so 
In any case, I've been wandering out loud. I am Mark the Encaffeinated One. I am slowly trying to reassert regular habits and also question whether I want those re- regular habits to be asserted again. Um, after taking about a week off from this, uh, from, from wandering out loud, I kind of wondered if I was going to do it again. And yet the same compulsion is there, the same, same thing. I didn't do my writing journal today, so it's not like it was a total success. Um, but uh, I'm still moving. <laughs> I'm still moving out. I will hopefully turn over this weekend from moving out to just moving in, to unpacking, organizing, and uh, and getting some semblance of of the new place I live. Yeah, let's let's say that. In any case, have a great day or great night, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>